0: Woody and Jim. Welcome to the Woody and Jim Show podcast. Woody and Jim in the morning.
2: (laughs) no matter who you voted for, there must be a certain sense of relief that it seems like everything is over with now.
3: I am so relieved, and, like, I know that there's calls for recounts and stuff
2: like that. There'll be some lawsuits behind the scenes. But, uh, you
3: know, know, and if if there is any evidence, which so far there hasn't been any, but if there is some, investigate it, let everybody Mm -hmm. have a clear mind of everything. But other than that, I'm just so happy that election stuff is mostly over. Now,
2: now we can just relax and only worry about catching the coronavirus.
4: I know <laughs> the biggest relief I felt was like being able to watch Kings and Queens or all of my trashy reality shows <laughs> and not having political ads play and ruin mm-hmm. my mood during That's, the Real Housewives of Atlanta. It does
2: harsher mellow, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. real. Mm. That's real. Um, I know. <laughs> no matter who you voted for, you got to find this pretty funny. I guess uh, Rudolph Giuliani, who was the uh, the president's personal lawyer, uh, he was asked. He was tasked to uh, find a place to do a. Press conference yeah and so he was going to (laughs) he was going to reserve the four seasons hotel ballroom yeah swanky hotel in new york city it's the kind of place they would go to yeah Yeah. Uh, with all kinds of flags and all kinds of stuff like that apparently he accidentally booked a spot at the four seasons total landscaping it's a business. It's a business where they cut lawns.
4: <laughs> how do you make such a big mistake? Like when you well, call, usually they're like, Four Seasons Hotel, how can I help you? And you like want to book it. When they call and this man on the lawnmower is like, hey, Bubba, someone's on the phone for you. Hold on.
2: Better what? gas up the tractor. We're going to go over there and move around some bushes. Uh, but uh, <laughs> apparently amazing. they went ahead and showed up. At the landscaping, at business? the landscaping place, and they put up a podium. Really, and Rudolph Giuliani had a bunch of Trump signs there, and actually, they made a statement from the landscaping place. And the Four Seasons Total Landscaping has responded. Oh, because people were asking, really, did that happen? And, they, and there's pictures to prove it. But they uh, they tweeted back saying, actually, yes, we did think it was a prank until all those people showed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. That's
3: incredible,
2: uh, and I guess it's in not a really good part of New York. Okay, uh, so right next was an adult bookstore, <laughs> and then on the other side of the building was a crematorium where <laughs> oh they would my come. God. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It sounds like a skit. It, it does. It sounds summer. like something from a Borat movie or something like that. But uh, yeah, it happened.
1: <laughs> So that's just wow. funny.
3: I'm just really <laughs> – I, like I don't think things will change like uh, unless some real evidence shows up, which I haven't seen. They haven't presented it yet. But uh, I am just so glad that it's done. I, we are all exhausted. Yeah, yeah
2: and they're going to give us like two months off before the race for 2020. 20- Twenty-four. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna
4: take a two-month nap then.
2: <laughs> Much-needed rest. Did they? They started like in 2018, didn't they? Yeah, ish. Ish. Yeah. It's
4: been a long, long. Year. Right. Remember the, the
2: so many people running for president, they had to have the debate on two different nights. There was too <laughs> yeah, many people? I know. Yeah, it seems so. like forever ago. Yeah.
3: Especially because 2020 has already been 60 it, months long. Yeah. yeah. Here's what's trending this morning with Woody and Jim on the river.
2: Brought to you by Planet Fitness. Uh, during the age of coronavirus in the pandemic, how are we going to deal with Santa Claus and kids visiting Santa to ask what they want for Christmas? Oh uh, yeah, there's no sitting on his lap, yeah. right? I guess. Uh, Pro Bass Shops, which I didn't even know they had a Santa Claus. Uh, what kind of rifle would you like, son? <laughs> um, they, uh, they're they doing what a lot of places are doing, and they're going to encase Santa Claus in a plexiglass box.
4: Can you imagine how awkward the photos are going to be? Because kids already scream and like cry whenever they're sitting on Santa's lap, and now they're going to have to like pose in front of a plastic box. I, I th- think they'll be less crying.
1: Yeah.
3: Because they've got a safety wall. It's like seeing the venomous snakes at the zoo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I
2: don't know if I like that or if it gives a creepy, you know, Hannibal Lecter vibe.
4: Well, now that you brought that up. Yeah. Now now we have that. <laughs> now that's all I can think about. <laughs> okay.
2: I would like some father beans.
4: <laughs> Zach? All right. Okay, so a little bit of positive news regarding COVID-19 is Pfizer announced today that they have a coronavirus vaccine that has more than 90% effective um, in preventing COVID-19 amongst those people who have never had the uh, the virus previously. So they said that they should have like a more solid vaccine by the end of the year. Mm. Um, They did like a trial run of 43 different participants and it had a 90% effective rate. So that's... Very positive and exciting about the idea of getting back to some sense of normalcy.
2: All right. Yeah. It's going to fuel the people that said, see, I told you as soon as the election's over, they'd have a
3: virus (laughs) vaccine. And then we're going to need movies to scare us. And here's where mine comes in. Okay. Uh, Jordan Peele, one of the uh, great directors of our time right now, especially when it comes to horror. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's been really busy with all kinds of stuff with, uh, you know, Us, Get Out, Lovecraft, Lovecraft, Country is yeah. one of his. That's a very uh, good show. And uh, he is uh, now set to take on a classic horror film loved by many people. It's a Wes Craven movie, who is a classic horror director. He's going to be doing a remake of The People Under the Stairs. It it sounds sounds creepy, creepy already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, if you love uh, scary movies,
2: well, you got more coming. This could be pointless, but fun. How do you hold the steering wheel? A new study. Tells you something about yourself, depending on where your hands are on your steering wheel. Okay. All right. Briley's in White House. How do you hold the steering wheel?
4: I hold it at the very bottom. Like, it would be six.
2: Okay. With, like, one hand or two hands? Because there's difference. One hand. One hand. One hand, bottom of the wheel. Okay. Uh, That means you're a minimalist, and you like to keep things simple. Is that true about you, Briley?
4: I, I think I'm a little
2: bougie, but, yeah. <laughs> sir. He doesn't say anything about bougie, but, you know, you're, you're a simple bougie-list. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. We'll take that. Thanks for calling. Now now you, you know more about yourself. Yes. <laughs> okay. Lori's right. uh, in Nashville. How do you hold the steering wheel? Um,
4: I'm, I'm one hand at the top of the steering wheel. Okay, okay.
2: okay. I actually do that one quite often myself. Uh, yeah. One hand near the top means you're relaxed and you project confidence means Ooh. we could have an accident but i'm relaxed but I'm totally <laughs> chill i'm gonna be fine with it i like it yeah okay all right well there you go you're a good person and you smell great Lori. so have confidence throughout the day be safe yay <laughs> thank <laughs> you right, donnie's in hendersonville hey donnie how do you uh, how do you hold the steering wheel
3: with both my knees no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> i was like what <laughs> only when you're eating yeah, yeah only if you have a milkshake between your legs
2: yeah <laughs> right. No, I'm more of a uh, one-hand, seven o'clock kind of guy. Seven o'clock?
3: One-hand, seven
4: o'clock. That, that is, is interesting. Really paint the clock in my head and see where... So, bottom left.
0: Yes. Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, if right.
2: You you should be in the studio right now. You can see Zach trying to visualize a clock in his head. <laughs> clock
0: in a
2: wheel. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's, is there anything about uh, bottom left? Okay, we'll say. Or if it doesn't, we can just tell him something that we've come up with. Okay. All right. Uh, We'll do do a dance spot, sorry. At the 7 o'clock position, uh, I believe uh, you wet the bed and uh, (laughs) you like to start fires when nobody's looking. Just it's, to watch them burn. 000.
2: Okay, all 1, right. Nailed it. Good Nailed job. It. Thank you, Jim. Donnie, right, for thanks, confirming Donnie. that. Uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to share? Do
3: they do they have anything on somebody who rests their hands on, like, not the steering wheel,
2: but the, the like, center the part? Bar the, the center middle? part that goes across. Yeah. Yes, they do. If you're holding it near the middle, if it's one handed, you're a thrill seeker. Okay, that's not me. No. Who lives life? <laughs> To the fullest! (laughs) I'm a two-hander. Okay, two-handed means you're soft-spoken and like to avoid conflict. Maybe that's me. I, I would say... Yeah, that's um, actually closer to you. Of Although this, you like to instigate conflict a lot. Quietly, though. Behind, yeah. the, behind the scenes, yeah. I do it softly. You're a maniacal mastermind. <laughs> Jim is a conflict whisperer. I
4: would God say, trouble. out of the personalities, yours is probably more realistically like the minimalist and the mm-hmm. rule follower. So you need to change how you drive, Jim. You need I to know. put your hand at the top and bottom like this.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> like I'm holding up a poster? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Here's one. If you drive with one hand on the horn, you're it's a ready to go. You're probably a bossy person. Oh, yeah. And you're really
3: busy. That- <laughs> see, now I kind of made that up, too. I've only, I would have said that. Yeah, you're ready to explode. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, you only see, like, <laughs> you know, taxis have that. Yeah. You yeah. guys <laughs> I love honking at people. I hate yeah. when people honk at me.
4: I get so mad. I'm like, honk again, see if I don't get out of this car. But I'm the first person to honk at somebody just because it's fun to me.
2: <laughs> okay, we've so, learned uh, a lot about Zach. All right, you know,
4: I've, I've got a
3: theory. When we come back, hmm. let's play a song. Mm-hmm. So I got to fully flesh this out. But it doesn't matter about how you hold the steering wheel, it's the position of your seat. Okay. okay. How for, forward and back your seat is.
2: Okay. This is my non-scientific theory that I'm okay. just going to lay out for you. Kevin. Jim has to flush out this idea. A lot yes. of Zach's ideas need to be flushed. So <laughs> we'll, uh, share that with you coming up next. Woody and Jim in the morning, 107.5 the river. We're just giggling about uh, how you hold your steering wheel and what it means about you.
3: Yeah, because Woody was just telling us about some interesting results about that mm-hmm. and we put some of them on our Instagram story. Yes. Um, where can they find it? Is it on the river or the Woody and Jim show? Instagram? Yeah, so if
4: you follow us at 1075 The River, you can check the Instagram story and see the really disturbing thing that Woody just said off air. It wasn't disturbing. It was well, romantic. It was disturbing. Because <laughs> I'm disturbed
2: by it. Everybody knows it was disturbing. But that's why we want to see it. I can, Disturbing and romance. I can combine the two. <laughs> uh, now, Jim, you uh, you flushed out an idea.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm, this is just my. Uh, uh, resume trying out for BuzzFeed to uh-huh. do those, like because I didn't think that study uh, was very. I don't know. And
2: it, it was very BuzzFeed.
3: It, it seemed. Yeah. It seemed also very obvious. So I, I thought I can tell people their personality by where they have their seat back positioned, like what, okay. how far if reclined it's reclined they are. back okay. or if it's like kind of straight up and down or if uh-huh. it's kind of like tilted forward. So if you recline back. Uh-huh. You are not phased by drama. The world is yours, and you don't worry about what others think.
2: You could also be riding dirty.
3: Yeah? <laughs>
2: well, it's obvious. goes without yeah, saying. With saying. Yeah, it goes without saying,
3: yeah. As far as if your seat is kind of just straight up and down, uh, you are not interested in driving. Like, for you, it's all about the destination. Yes. The car is just a necessary way to get there.
4: That's right? me. That's how I sit. Okay. It's straight okay. up
3: uh if you lean the seat back forward a lot where you're kind of on top so of the wheel very close yeah. to the wheel yeah. like my wife is uh-huh. uh you're worried anxious ocd and you call home to make sure that you unplug the curling iron. <laughs>
2: That's very specific. I know, but it's accurate. Yeah, you I've...
3: just you just know it.
2: <laughs> the survey plus or minus one of Jim's wives. Uh, that is that's very that's very BuzzFeed because every time you click on BuzzFeed, it's all like, tell us your McDonald's breakfast order, we'll tell you what day you get married. Like, what?
3: How do you? What?
4: Jim, I feel like your descriptions were more accurate than this article that Woody found. I feel like you mm-hmm. did a really good job. I think like people make stuff up. And I think they just tell
3: the obvious. I I, I mean like Oh, now you are going to tell me that horoscopes aren't real. I knew I, I knew somebody who wrote horoscopes. So horoscopes aren't or real? Just made them up. Yeah. What? Yeah. They worked. Oh what? No, you're not serious. They right? worked? No, they worked for a major newspaper. What and about
4: I, fortune cookies?
3: <laughs> well, those are deadly accurate. <laughs> yeah. There's absolutely no arguing with Especially what a fortune if you, cookie if you says. You had
2: in bed, Yeah. <laughs> You're a huge (laughs) disappointment in bed, is what it says in my fortune cookie.
3: Those numbers that appear in a fortune cookie are very accurate. You just don't know how.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But they are. Woody and Jim in the morning, 107.5. The River. Of course, sad news over the weekend as Alex Trebek has passed away at the age of 80, uh, losing his battle with pancreatic cancer.
3: Yeah, that was very sad. You know, he knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. But it's still hard to, you know take that news because he's just such an institution. It's hard mm-hmm.
2: to accept it. It really is. Yeah,
3: 36 he's... years he did that job. Yeah. Every weeknight, there was Jeopardy. Yeah. Right. I uh, I I remember fondly to the time that I cheated playing Jeopardy. Were
4: you on the TV show? I was
3: not on the TV show. Okay,
4: so this was you cheating in the privacy of just
3: your home. Just around his
2: friends and family. Yeah. This,
3: is a, this is a college <laughs> story. Uh, when I went to college, I went to... Uh, uh, college called SUNY Geneseo which is like a state school compared to UT Martin. Okay. okay, out out in kind of farmland and uh, it was kind of between Buffalo and Rochester. And in the dorm that I lived in, we had cable that got all the Rochester stations and we would watch that and you know, a bunch of college kids would get together and we would watch those shows like Jeopardy and there was this one kid named Stu that we everybody just He was so annoying. Oh, Stu. Stu, nobody likes Stu. Just couldn't stand him. What was wrong with Stu? Stu, like, even if he was wrong, he complained he was
2: right, and just, like, everything about him was just a pest. He's just condescending and knows everything. Yes. Okay, so everybody had to get at, even with Stu. Right. Okay. So about halfway
3: through the school year, uh, my father brought down, like, an old TV from our house and dropped it off at school for me so I could watch TV in my room instead of having to watch the dorm TV. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just had an antenna, and the signal it picked up was from the Buffalo stations, right? So they ran Jeopardy an hour earlier than the Rochester stations. So I told everybody about it, and I said, let's all go watch Jeopardy upstairs in the dorm TV together. And I would go in, I would watch it an hour before, and then I'd be going up and I'd be just sitting next to Stu. And before he could even open his mouth, I'm like, what is the Magna Carta? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: he rubbed it in his so face. So he Mary- everybody but Stu to oh, watch the early the version. The
3: whole dorm was cheering me on. Oh, that's like,
2: great.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Suck it, Stu! I'm like, who is Mary Queen of Scots? Oh, sorry, Stu. Got Stu that was one. put in his
2: place again.
3: Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my personal <laughs> connection to Alex Trebek.
2: Thank you, Alex, for that memory. Yeah. yeah, it was
4: beautiful. Jim, that's so petty, and I applaud you for it.
2: Yes. <laughs> it's a, kind of a weird coincidence because uh, what in the last week Sean Connery passed away. Yes, and also Alex Trebek. Uh, people were saying I think the Jeopardy skit they do on Saturday Night Live is haunted. Because oh remember, they used to have somebody playing Sean Connery and Alex DuBois. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right.
3: And it was a great
2: skit. Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. There's a curse. Hopefully, Norm Macdonald as Burt Reynolds is going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> somebody could please go check on him. It's time
3: for men and women to answer questions for gender war.
2: All right. Ready to play our game for the ladies in the audience. We have Jeannie in Cookville. Hello, Jeannie. <laughs> Hi.
4: Well, that's good.
2: I like that. It's a really high pitched high. Yeah. Uh, everybody was at Cocker Spaniel and the dog just went, whoa. And uh, for, the, for the guys, we have Brian in Murfreesboro. Hey there, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. A warm up, get acquainted question.
3: All right. We'll start with uh, high pitched genie. Uh, our get acquainted question is
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
4: The Amazing Race.
3: Yes, I love that show. Is it for the travel or any other different reason?
4: Oh, my gosh, just the the travel, just the experience. Yeah, definitely the travel, of course. And knowing you didn't have to pay for it
3: would be pretty cool, too. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right? Truth. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Brian? If uh, you were going to be on any kind of reality show, what would you like to be on?
2: Uh, Definitely
3: Survivor. That's always been, like, the one. Do you Hmm. feel like you could win it? Uh, I'm I'm fairly fit for the challenges, and I, okay. I deal with people a lot, so it'd be fun. So you'd have a good chance. Yeah, excellent. Okay. You All work right, out and eat bugs. Yeah, yum yum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you both have a screw you can use if you get in trouble. Don't know the answer to a question. Use your screw and make your opponent answer your
2: question. Here we go. Multiple choice, Jeannie. Uh, do you see the Curse of Oak Island? Is that a show on History Channel, Discovery Channel, or ESPN? History. History Channel. History Channel is right. correct, Good yes. job. You Yay. are up one to nothing.
4: I love that show, yeah. I should remember what it was. <laughs> All right, Brian. Is a marquee-shaped diamond round, square, or shaped like a football?
2: Football? Oh, yes! yes. You oh, just you just beat the buzzer. Good job. My finger was oh, hovering oh. above it. It is uh, one to one. Jeannie McGriff, Best One, and Gateway are places where you can buy what? got to hurry. Computer? No. 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 So close. Tires.
4: <laughs> Pretty similar. <laughs> uh, it is still one to one. Brian has a chance to take a lead. Brian, what do they call the largest sized drink at Starbucks? The Route 44?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's Sonic, <solid coming. laughs> I don't care what the current store is. I like yours.
4: Yeah. It's called a Trina. It's Trina. 31 ounces. Yeah. The Trina. Okay, big. The more you know.
3: (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, It is one-to-one going into the last set of questions. Okay,
2: Jeannie, Takati is a beer that comes from what country? Tokyo? Yes, the country of Tokyo. What? um, It's from Mexico. It's from Mexico. I just love that you're (laughs) laughing at your own answer more than we ever could. We're going to go to Tokyo and get some computers at the tire store. All right. All right. That means that you can uh, win it out right here, Brian, although it would be a shame to see this game end.
1: I know. I'm enjoying it so much.
4: Okay, Brian. What Disney princess is the star of the movie Tangled?
3: Oh, that's uh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Yes, it is Rapunzel. Very
2: good. And that means that uh, Brian is the winner. But, but, uh, uh, Jeannie, you rock. We want you on the show again real soon. You're okay? the
4: winner of all of our hearts, <laughs>
2: Jeannie.
4: <laughs> you
3: know, we're all winners when we hear people like you. Uh, both of you are great. Oh, you have a great <laughs> one, Brian, because the champion song plays for you, you also get a one-car pass to the Franktown Festival of Lights, 107.5 The River, and First Bank present the Franktown Open Hearts
4: Festival of Lights. Savannah's out, back has got celebrity stuff. With the coronavirus pandemic shutting down like live concerts and touring. These celebrities and musicians literally have nothing to do but sit there and write new music, and I am so here for it. And they're all collaborating. Yeah, this is like the year of collabs. So Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes, there's a rumor going around that we can expect a song on Friday from the two of them called Monster. Um, And people on Twitter are like, wow, it had to be so awkward because Justin Bieber brought his wife Haley to the studio to record. And if you'll remember... Haley broke up with Sean Mendes two months before Justin Bieber proposed to her.
2: So he. So she was pretty much their first collab. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Is the album called Eskimo Brothers? (laughs) (laughs) If you get that, you get it. If you don't, you don't.
4: Yeah. I'm excited to hear their new song called Monster. I think it'll be a bop. Um, Speaking of.
2: Bieber's become like the new Ariana Grande. He's been releasing a song every other day.
4: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also in the collab world, Miley Cyrus released her new song called Midnight Sky a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Love it. It's fantastic. It's huge. It sounded like, a lot of people were saying it sounded like the melody from um, Stevie Nicks' song, Edge of 17 Mm-hmm. And so Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks decided to do a collab with a new song called Edge of Midnight. I was born to run. I don't belong to anyone. Oh, own. No. I don't need to be
2: I liked it a lot. It's so cool. That
4: is really cool. So this is the official remix track that Stevie Nicks actually posted on Twitter. Could you imagine, like, doing a song with Stevie Nicks, rock and roll Hall of Famer? Wow. And they
2: have very similar voices in the music. They uh, really do. perfect together. Yeah. That's great.
4: Jim did a blog of all of this information and put, like, a mashup up that he found of this girl on YouTube. Her name is yeah. Sadie. Her voice is insane. Here's just a little clip of her voice doing it. In the car. Yeah. I don't need to be the by you.
1: Everybody's talking. It's
4: so cool. So if you want to see both of the collabs, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at 1075 The River. Jim put a blog up there. It's also
3: on
2: the uh, River Facebook page. Yeah. So. That's a car trip I'd like to go on. That Same. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? right? Oh, it's Monday already. How did, how did this happen? How did this happen? Who do we write a letter to? Uh, <laughs>
3: mm. I don't know. I know. I'm just going to do some kind of change.org petition to make this non-Monday. I think I'll so. be the
4: first one to sign okay. it. Yeah,
2: Let's just jump right into Tuesday. Then we'd hate Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> how was our weekend, fellas? It was pretty good. Jim, what did you do all weekend? The
3: weather was gorgeous. It really was nice. Uh, I Part of it, I went inside and I played hockey. We won big. Uh, we had a really good game. But then after that, on Saturday night, uh, some friends had like a tiny uh, impromptu uh, bonfire. Oh, cool. Which was fantastic. We were all outside, distanced, and it was just really cool. It was like quiet, just you know, crickets and just people it's like
4: laughing.
2: The perfect weather for this. Yeah. it was yeah, really perfect. Nice. Yeah, so I loved this weekend. What about uh, what do you? What did you do? Uh, well, uh, the first part of the weekend, I had a really bad sinus headache. Yeah, uh, but I, I got I did the neti pot and some medicine and stuff, and it went away. And good. Uh, you know, presidential elect uh, Joe Biden said this is a time for America to heal. So I feel like okay, I've done it. I've healed. (laughs) I've been healed. (laughs) I've been healed. healed. (laughs) And I yesterday watched the Titans game and they won. That was very cool. Yeah. Zach, what'd you do this weekend?
4: Yeah. So my boyfriend, his best friend from college lives down in Winchester, which is just past Murfreesboro. Right. Um, And they just had their first baby like two or three months ago. So we went down to meet the baby for the first time. Awesome. Yeah. It was so sweet to like see them as parents and see my boyfriend like interact with the newborn baby and just like Mm -hmm. it was fun to get together. But they were like trying to take a nap. So we were in charge of the child. I don't know whoever thought that (laughs) was a good
2: idea. (laughs) Now it's becoming a sitcom. (laughs) All
4: right.
3: As a parent, you know, myself, I totally get it. Let's invite some people over so we can get a nap. Exactly. Yeah. So that means they trust you, that take care of the baby, which is really cute. Which could be good. I saw saw the pictures, cute baby. Yeah. How did your time while they were taking a nap go?
4: So what had happened was is we had to change the diaper. And when I say we, I elected my boyfriend to change the diaper because I'm not just not about it. Now, did they have a boy
2: or a girl? It's a boy. Okay. His yeah. name is Liam. Because there are two different techniques you have to use.
4: Yes. And so he went and took the baby into the nursery. Twenty to twenty-five minutes later, he came back out.
2: <laughs> twenty-five minutes to change yeah. a diaper?
4: I was like, "Honey, what happened?" Did he have there? to come out
2: for with power tools or duct tape <laughs> or
4: anything? I was like, what happened back there? Like, what took so long? He was like, well, the changing the diaper part didn't take that long. It was the fact that I had to clean pee off the wall because (laughs)
2: he peed all over the place. Especially if you have a baby boy. You got to learn. You got to cover that thing up. Because as soon as fresh air hits it, bang! (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It was just so funny. Yeah. Yeah,
4: They even warned us, like, hey, you have to put, like, a rag or a napkin Mm -hmm. over it so he doesn't pee.
3: But... He was nervous and probably didn't remember all the instructions. And didn't uh, they expect
2: it to happen immediately as soon as you took the diaper <laughs> off. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. We always say it's a rite of passage. You know, you're not a father if you haven't been peed on. Yep,
4: <laughs> pee all over the wall. So That's so R. Kelly
2: crazy. got started. <laughs>
4: but the baby made it out. We fed him. He got his diaper changed. The parents got to take a nap. It was a win-win situation. It here. was the
2: boy who lived. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But I said this earlier, seeing my boyfriend with a baby made my non-existent ovaries just like combust are you having, out of nowhere. Are you having baby fever now? Ish. Ish? Ish. Yeah. The idea yes, the idea of responsibility, no. <laughs> mm. I don't really yeah. love responsibility. You know
2: like you know, at the Humane Association they do the Rover night stays where you get to take the dog home for they do that with a baby where you just like take one home for a night and then bring it back. Yeah.
4: Can I borrow sure. your baby for yeah. twenty four hours? That's that, all I that's need. That's not weird at all. No. I just <laughs> want to test drive. Well, yeah.
2: Get it out of my system. Why don't you go circle some nursery schools in your unmarked windowless van and ask people, (laughs) can I borrow your baby? All (laughs) right, that's enough. That's That's enough. Now it's creepy,
0: Woody. (laughs) Thanks. All right. Woody and Jim in the morning on 107.5 The River.
2: Here's what's making us happy this morning with Woody and Jim on 107.5 The River. A guy in Ohio on Halloween night. Of course, there was a full moon on Halloween. His house caught fire, all right? And apparently he was in the house and kind of being overcome by smoke. Yeah. Some people were going by with their kids trick-or-treating, and the guy says, I saw, I heard there was somebody in there. So I rushed in. This guy named Taylor, who was a resident there in Ohio, and he saved the guy. I guess he just had minor injuries, didn't even have to go to the hospital or anything like that. But the guy who saved him, Taylor, was dressed as a superhero from the TV show The Boys on Amazon Prime Video. He was dressed as... Homelander? Who looks like <laughs> Superman, yeah. only like maybe even more, more, more American? American and heroic. How so, fitting. Can you imagine that though if you that is your memory of being rescued? And all of a sudden it's a guy in a superhero outfit that comes in and takes you out of the fire. <laughs> That's
4: amazing. That's <laughs> so cool.
2: Sure, some both of them will remember for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Good uh, job, amazing. Taylor. Yeah, no kidding. That's
3: what's making us happy this morning with Woody and
2: Jim. 1075 the River. Go.
3: Here's what's trending this morning with Woody and Gym on the
2: river brought to you by uh, Planet Fitness uh, today is National Fried Chicken Sandwich Day uh, World Freedom Day this is the anniversary of the fall of the Borland Wall okay and also it's National Scrapple Day not Scrabble not Scrabble the word game but Scrapples Scrapple. of food isn't it it's a paste made up of all the leftover parts of a pig okay. there's a
4: national day for that but I can't get one on my birthday it's called your birthday.
2: <laughs> it's called your birthday. <laughs> have, have, have you ever had
4: Scrapple? No, I've never even heard of no, Scrapple. No, but I, I've
3: heard of some friends that talk its you know, praises. <sighs> I I will take their word for it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm I'm going to sit out it's on that like one. It's like kind
2: of a paste made out of sawdust and pigs. <laughs> mm. Yeah, whatever's on the floor at yeah, the processing. Yeah. It, it, it's like making fruitcake. Whatever's on the floor, just put it in there. Ew. Uh
3: there's a couple in Michigan, Kateri and Jay, and uh they've had a lot of kids. Uh they've had a lot of boys. Over and
4: over, keep giving birth to boys. In fact, they have 14 boys. When you say a lot of boys, you should have said they birthed a football team, Jim. <laughs> pretty much. That's a, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah.
3: 14 boys until finally weighing in at 7 pounds, 8 ounces, they got a girl! Yay! Maggie Jane has been added to the family. Now, I don't know if they were trying and trying to get a girl, because <laughs> I know families that have done that, and... Quite often, it doesn't work out. Yeah, like, Sometimes it's
2: in your genetics that you're only going to have boys. Yeah, so.
3: or you're only going to have girls, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it just doesn't happen. But, uh, wow, uh, that little girl has a lot of older brothers to take care of her and protect her.
4: Pray so, for any guy in the future that tries to date her. That's Getting through right. that security line of
3: 14
2: older brothers. And her oldest brother is 28 years old now. Wow. Wow. (laughs) And that mom definitely needs to retire south of the border. (laughs) (laughs) Closing up shop, you guys. Woody and Jim in the morning, 107.5 The River. Of course, sad news over the weekend as Alex Trebek, uh, at the age of 80, has lost his battle with pancreatic cancer. In one of the final
3: episodes, uh, they... Finish the episode, and they do this kind of like a thing on social media, where they show you what they talk about with the contestants and Alex right after the show. Right is stop taping, and this guy's thank you to Alex Trebek came out on the kind of Friday before he passed away. Yeah, and it is it's just so fitting. Listen to this exchange that they had.
0: The new champion twenty
1: thousand four hundred for Bert Packer.
0: Any family members uh, back home uh, cheering
1: you on? You know, here's a true story, man. Uh, I grew up, I learned English because of you. And so my grandfather, who, who raised me, I'm going to get tears right now. He, we used, I used to sit on his lap and watch you every day. So it's a pretty special moment for me, man. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That certainly made That's me cry a little stop. bit, too. Alex
3: yeah. was, uh, he was he was—he pretty taken aback by that. Yeah.
2: yeah. It was a sweet moment. A lot of very touching tributes. Uh, there was a poem. Uh, this is pretty tri- uh, pretty uh, compelling. It says, Trebek had a heart that was kind and more than a curious mind. An answer he knew was merely a clue to questions we needed to find. That's Aww. very sweet.
3: That's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so I
4: wonder if they'll even try to replace him. I know that people have talked about it. An article just came out about who might be taking his place on the show. Do you have any recommendations on who you think would be a good fit? Well, wow, it's got to be pretty intellectual
3: and have that like kind of cred. Wow, I don't know. Like, I know he would never do it, but like Tom Hanks would be really good. Oh my god, yes. They'll probably
2: just throw up their hands and say, ah, oh, give it a Seacrest.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So the top two names that are being thrown out there right now are George Stephanopoulos from Good Morning America.
2: They'd have to raise the podium a little for him. <laughs> He's no, like four feet tall. I don't think anybody would like
4: that. No. And Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune are the two names that are being thrown around right now. No.
3: Pat Sajak and Alex Trebek are good friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're good friends before Alex passed
2: away. Savannah Zalzak's got celebrity stuff.
4: So, Nicki Minaj wants you to know that she does not have a nanny. So, quit asking, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She took to Twitter and said, everyone tells me I need a nanny, lol. I really should get one. Difficult decision, though. Okay. Hear me out here. Yes. If she was busy... Like on the road, touring, uh-huh. writing songs, doing all of these things that I would support. Yes, you might need a nanny to help. True. Sure. You're at home in the middle of a global pandemic and can't go anywhere. Maybe you're... you should take the time to get to know your baby. <laughs>
3: yeah. You're actually <laughs> showing us on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else
2: that you're at home doing nothing. So what like, do you
4: need a nanny yeah,
2: for? Why? Maybe y'all should get to know each other, you know, <laughs> learn its name. <laughs>